from Plant Lab in Austin, Texas, this is Stacker News Live! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. My name is Carr. I'm with uh, Keon. Keon, how's it going? It's, go it's going good. It's a good day. Are you drinking a beer? What are you drinking there? I have a beer. I have a Shiner Bach. It's a, I believe this is from, yeah, from Texas. Shiner, Texas. That's a place. Yeah. And uh, they also have a, uh, what do they have? They have a bar here that a lot of us go to, but I don't think it's like, I think they're like a chain. Shiners? No, that's not the yeah. same. Wait, is it? No, there's no way that's the same thing. Now you you don't think these are the, that's not the same thing as you think they're just both named Shiner? I thought and that's what that was. One's never, a bar and I feel like I go there all the time for like bit tests and stuff, and I've never asked them to be honest. It's kind of like that place Waterloo, like we have Waterloo Records and then the Waterloo like thing or whatever. So and then they have the Waterloo drink. Turns out those aren't all the same. Yeah, I think we. I think Texans just don't like uh, coming up with names or something. I mean, it is true. I mean, this show is called SNL, right? So that's true. Yeah, we're, I think it might. Yeah, we're like, I got infected with it early. So <laughs> yeah, that that does make sense. How was your week? How's How's my week? Uh, it was good. Uh, I don't remember a whole lot of it, which means it was good. There was nothing terrible that happened. Uh, it was cold. It froze in Austin. Shut up! Like, really? It did. You were wow. here. <laughs> you were here. No, dude. I've literally. I've been in Nashville all week. And dude, I got off the plane. I went to Target like a dummy because I was like, well, I got to go get some like toiletries and stuff. I should have done it before, but I was running late that day. And like I got stuck in, in like South South Nashville. Uh, and it, like I finally got was able to get like a lift uh, like an hour or two hours later. It was so bad, dude. The, the snow was so bad here. Apparently it doesn't happen all the time, but it was ridiculous. Look, yeah, it was ridiculous. Oh wow, you got snow. Oh, I didn't realize you got you Dude, got it was snow, snow cool. snowing. It was it was basically like day after tomorrow. That's all I'm saying. It was it was ridiculous. I mean, for you, snow is pretty <laughs> like snow. It is so day, cold. It snows like it snows like half an inch and you're like yeah. Armageddon. Yeah. There is another person for I won't say who it is, but there was another person from Austin who I saw there and I was like, it's so effing cold. And they're like, it's because we're from Texas car. I was like, yep. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, what are you doing in Nashville? Uh, they had the mining summit. It was a pretty amazing summit. Um, and uh, turns out, man, like, turns out miners know how to run companies. <laughs> I mean, just like the, you know, there were some, I won't say who they are, but there were some people there that were just describing, you know, operations, cash flow, like really talking about how, you really gonna kind of have to run it like bare metal if that makes any sense. Like uh, it's um, really lean, and uh, it was surprising to hear that a lot of that portion of the industry is also struggling with the same things a lot of us startups are struggling with. It's just uh, you know the inflow, all that kind of stuff. So to me, I thought that was really surprising, and then just being able to hang out with miners, dude. Like 
they're just built different. <laughs> just like, you know, because like, you know, I get to hang out with like, you know, startups and like devs and stuff like that. Yeah. Builders. Devs are soft. Yeah. No, miners no, are it's like, just, it's they're just like real. They're like real people. They're like real workers. They're like, dude, they're they, like they real, were way, I was, I was learning so much from them. Like I, I was able to like hang out with some guys, you know, on like in a conference room and talk to them about stuff and just what they were telling me. I was just like soaking it in. I was like, cool. I needed to hear this. It's stuff that you could apply you know, in, in any business, uh, it's just the way they look at things is, it's really interesting. So see yeah. any famous Bitcoiners there that yeah. were also interested? Ton of famous Bitcoiners. I can't say who they are because they have a strict policy there, but, um, but yeah, it, it was, it was really cool. It was really cool. Yeah. Good time. Amazing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was good. I definitely would never come back to Nashville though in January, um, because of the snow that was ridiculous. It probably, I, I'm going to look, I'll look it up later. It's probably like half an inch of snow or something. Dude, it was negative. I'm sure it was like Antarctica, dude. It was pretty bad. It was negative degree, negative I'm outside? I'm pretty sure it was. Like, I literally oh. was just, yeah, it was, it was bad. Maybe in Celsius. You don't even, <laughs> you don't even count. You're not, we don't count Celsius. We're yeah. from Texas, dude. It's negative. Fahrenheit all the way. All right. Sackers, if you've never seen the show, this is uh, called Sacker News Live. We, we do the show every Friday around 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. But today we did it at 5 because, you know, I had to find a spot for Wi-Fi and all that kind of stuff. But we, we covered the top five stories that you voted on, the Sacker News community. And I don't get a vote. Keon, I don't know if he votes. He's just drinking Shiner right now. I vote. You vote. vote. You I, vote too. Sometimes I vote. None of my stories that I voted for are in the top. Oh, wait. Semaphore is. But other than that, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, oh, no, artist Sacker News is. But that's meta. And you're – yeah. Yeah. And- you're doing the show from a doctor's office right now. That's a you're in no, a doctor's waiting room. A, that's what uh, I'm in a, like <laughs> an American like. Airlines like lounge thing. Um, we anyway. never stop. Cars in the hospital right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Stackers, I'm fine. Uh, anyway, we're gonna cover the top five stories. Let's jump into the first top story. First top story is: Can you be a libertarian, toxic Bitcoin maximalist? And that's a word fool. This is a Bitcoin post, January thirteenth, Siggy forty seven, eighty three comments, twelve thousand sats. You know, Keon, I'm starting to realize just Siggy knows how to word these titles. I mean, Siggy's been Siggy's been around for I feel like most of Stacker News is life at this point. What do we got? Thirty thousand. Yeah. yeah, he's one of the one of the earliest uh, stackers that we have, and you know, the, I think the most profitable as a as a stacker as we talked about last time. But yeah, he does. He I think he knows what we like. He knows what the stackers like. Uh, what is this about? Yeah, so Siggy Siggy is a uh, labels himself as a libertarian. Um, he's written before about being a libertarian, being involved in like a libertarian movement uh, in New York years ago. Um, so he identifies pretty strongly with all of the kind of values there. Um, but he he apparently has some. He feels a little bit conflicted in terms of his maximalism. Uh, because uh, you can view libertarian a variety of ways. Uh, some people view it as like more or less a political ideology and therefore it only kind of in- involves uh, governments and laws and things like that. But then some of the, some people view it as like more of a, a way of living um, and uh, like almost like almost being liberal with your judgments or uh, not, not judging. <laughs> And therefore, being like liberal uh, in some other way, but uh, anyway, he's he had trouble uh, like um, 
gelling his Bitcoin maximalism with his libertarianism. And it started a pretty interesting uh, discussion. There were 83 comments here. I mean, a lot of a lot of stackers probably identify along some line of libertarianism. And then also a lot of stackers identify with maximalism. And so there was a lot to open up and discuss. Yeah, it's interesting, right? It's interesting the culture in Bitcoin. And I even hate using that word because, you know, it it definitely feels like people from the outside look at us and they see this culture, but it makes me wonder, like, is that really, is that really the culture of Bitcoin or, or is it just like, you know, is it just us stacking, right? Or, or is it just us like, you know, uh, is it the, is it the proof of work system that Satoshi created? Like it, to me, that always just, it was just always interesting when people say like, oh, it's just the culture, it's just culture. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I think, I think there's different types, at least especially these days, there's so many different types of Bitcoiners coming in these days, especially with the ETF. It's like, can you say there's actually a culture in Bitcoin? I think there's more subcultures inside of Bitcoin. I think we're definitely in a subculture. Uh, I definitely saw that when I was hanging out with miners the past week. Uh, like we're definitely in a subculture. Keon, I don't know if you know. Are we this. in the cool? Are we in a better subculture? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we're on the uh, we're on the like the you know the startup like lightning dev culture. Uh, if they has a culture, if that has a culture, I don't even know. It don't seems even... more punk though. Is that more? Are we at least more? Are we cooler? Like I just want to be. Cool. I don't know, man. Don't Those miners are pretty damn cool. <laughs> I, they are. Aren't they? I've met a few. I mean, if, especially the ones that have come from like, uh, like oil, like oil oh, yeah. production. Dude, the way they talk mines. about energy is fascinating. Anyway. Dude, yeah, it's insane. They're like so. They're like real. They're like real. Pe- like we're in the meta. We're like metaverse people, and they're like real people. Kind of hurts a little. Yeah, bit. I think. I think. I think us in general, just as like startups, we think in like runway terms, <laughs> and they're thinking of like operational costs and how many employees do I need and like how much. Yeah, it's a totally different mindset. It's good though. It's good. Like, anyways. So what, yeah, what do you think about the whole culture thing in Bitcoin? Is there a culture? Is that, well, yeah, I think I I mean, we've been discussing it. Uh, well, I mean, but uh, I don't think your butt talks. But we, uh, I think we, we've been discussing this over the last few episodes. And I think there is a culture crisis or there is, I think there is a bit of a culture shift in Bitcoin probably, you know, going on. And I think, it, I think it's been going on for a long time, but it does feel like things are changing a lot more now that Bitcoin is no longer... It's like less subversive now. The ETF it, it's got it's gotten this kind of government stamp of approval almost, and I think it's going to see a lot. We're going to see a lot more normal people getting involved in Bitcoin, and then the the kind of conforming or mellowing out of culture that usually happens when normal people join it. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll I guess we'll really see. Uh, this post specifically was about like how like should you should you be. Uh, a toxic Bitcoin maximalist, if you're a libertarian, are they like consistent philosophies? Um, I think I see those as two different things, to be honest. Um, yeah. I see the toxic Bitcoin maximalist just as, as like ruthless, just as ruthless as just uh, in and however you speak about anything. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You can do whatever you want. Just don't harm anybody. That's my, that's my kind of mindset. But um I think that's how I look at view toxic maximalism. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think they are. I think they are two separate things. I mean, usually a toxic maximalist is also a libertarian. 
You think? I, can, I, I feel can... like I've, I've run into select crypto libertarians. No, I mean, I mean, it goes, it's, it goes one way. Like if I'm a toxic maximalist, maximalist, I'm likely a libertarian, but if I'm a libertarian, it doesn't make me yeah, a Bitcoiner, yeah. toxic max, a toxic maximalist. And so that's, that I, and I imagine there are toxic maximalists also that are like socialists or other things. I wonder, I wonder if Ben Art considers himself a, he's like the most, probably the most well-known to me, uh, socialist Bitcoiner. Um, and I wonder if he identifies as a, as a toxic maximalist. I don't think he does. He seems pretty, pretty even keeled. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I think, I don't, I think they can, I think they can sit alongside each other. I think they're two independent things like you do. Um, but I, I don't think anyone who's a libertarian should feel like they don't get a choice whether they, if they're an asshole to shit coiners or not. Um, and uh, I don't feel, and then the libertarian doesn't, doesn't, yeah. A, and then a, a toxic maximalist doesn't have to be a libertarian. I don't think either. Yeah. We got Elvis Mercury with the top comment. He said, almost everything that is all interesting or important lives in tension with something that is nearly its opposite. I like this quote by Niels Bohr. The opposite of a correct statement is a false statement, but the opposite of a profound truth may well be another profound truth. Unfortunately, it means you're probably always destined to struggle and you're not, and if you're not struggling, you've become trivial. Unfortunately, the struggle is a sign that matters, that it matters. I, I think, I think it's just growth, man. Like even me, like when I started and I was just into crypto stuff and then move over to Bitcoin and then you're, you're in this kind of weird little learning training wheels thing. And even now I feel like I, I've definitely grown, you know, in the past six months than I have previously to that. So I, I think, I think, I think uh, Elvis Mercury's right here. I think you, you are going to struggle as time goes on. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think that is like that's part that's part of being an interesting human is that you are going through struggles on a regular basis. Uh, if your life is great, like imagine how boring. Like on some level, imagine how boring it is to be someone like Brad Pitt. You're like rich. <laughs> everyone thinks you're attractive. And you're like, what do you like? What is there? What struggle is there for you? How interesting is your life? And I think that's you know maybe maybe that's when you begin you know doing doing a bunch of drugs. <laughs> Just Whoa, why are you throwing Brad Pitt underneath the bus? Well, I think that, you know, maybe like maybe some of like the drug cult, like the drug stuff that goes on in Hollywood oh, is actually yeah. is actually a result of like the absence of struggle. Anyway, it was just like a, a, <laughs> funny. a tangent. I was just I watched some Brad Pitt movie. I watched The Counselor the other day. Oh, is that any good? I never saw that one. Oh, it's it's a it's an interesting one. I think you'd like it a lot. It's very it like the story isn't super good, but it's it's great. It's like very um it's like a very different story structure. It like starts at the end of a movie and that's the whole movie is the end of a story rather than like yeah. from the beginning to the end. It's pretty cool. I mean, I think it's a nice, it's a nice experiment. Yeah, I think, there I are think, like tons of, tons of famous people. I think what's his name did that movie? Uh, guy who did Play Runner. How am I blanking Ridley on Scott? This? Yeah, I think Ridley Scott. Didn't he direct that? He did. He yeah. did. Cool. I'll check it out. Uh, this, is a, this is a great post. Siggy, you're always, uh, Yeah. You always just Bring know it. what to pick. Yeah. The next top story is Semaphore, peer-to-peer crowdfunding with Bitcoin. This is from a super test net, January 15th, Bitcoin post, 32 comments, 6,225 sats. Uh, Keon, what is this? Yeah. So uh, yet another invention from the laboratories of super <laughs> test net. Yeah. The laboratories, which was, it's a, it's a tent laboratory, uh, but, but a laboratory. Uh, another, <laughs> another, another invention. Um, he, this is a crowdfunding 
uh, this is one of his like one page self-hosted in a browser uh, applications, but it's for, but it's for crowdfunding in this case, um, which and it's a it's a really cool. Uh, I think that I think the user experience is pretty fantastic and pretty pretty easy uh, to use. The like other than other than the like typical super style of it being like not relying on any servers or anything or dedicated servers at least. The other thing is it allows revocation of any donations that you make uh, using a contract. He shows yeah. in the video, he shows in the video where you could like, if you if you want to give to a campaign, you either pledge or you, you hit revoke. If you hit revoke, you fund a contract that uh, I believe has two branches. Uh, one is, well, there's three. One is that one is that the the funding campaign ends, and and they've uh, they've 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 raised all the money that they want, in which case the fundraiser gets to take the money. Another one is that if you if the if they don't like at any point before the fundraiser is over, you as the pledger can take back your money. Uh, and then another one is uh, at the end of the campaign, if they haven't raised all of their money. You can uh, you can take back your money then as well. Uh, anyway, it's like it's like a cool uh, like refundable campaign, and this is what this that's the refund part is why he said he built it because he he felt like on Geyser he didn't like that uh, that assurance of him being able to take back his money if say someone's like fundraising a hardware thing like if, there's so many stories about like Kickstarter projects where they fund yeah they got they get refund yeah 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 so this is I think this is. I think it's cool. I think it's cool in that way. I think there, there, there are like some Sybil issues with the design of it. I commented on the post, but uh, otherwise, I think it's, I think it's a really cool, a really cool, interesting, uh, uh, I guess invention, invention by by Supertest. Yeah, I, I will say I, I really love this project. I think it's, I think it's one of his best um, for sure. Uh, also, I should say he is raising five Bitcoin. So if any heavy hitters are out there. Um, is that want, a for real raise? Yeah, hundred percent. He's raising five Bitcoin. So oh, if any if any stackers or any viewers listening, um, send that five Bitcoin, and uh, you have a month. If he doesn't get he doesn't hit it in a month, then uh, you know you get it back. So he's I. That's why I think he really built it. <laughs> I think he realizes like, oh, we're going into, a, which is great. And I think he's done enough work where he deserves five Bitcoin. He's done enough. He's done enough. For Bitcoin, where he deserves five Bitcoin, that's um, a lot of Bitcoin. Eh, is it though? All the stuff is, that he's though. done, all the all the pro dude. The guy had like two hundred seventeen contributions in his first like eighteen months, um, and then all the inventions, everything. I'm sure Geyser is going to implement this. Dude, there's a there's a rich Bitcoiner out there that would give him one or two, uh, or even five. You never know. Anyways, I love the project super. I think you did an amazing job because I know you watch the show. That's why I'm talking to you right now. Uh, and, uh, oh, wait, we got top comment from David W says, so super would be cool to see Ellen integrated by merging this with zap blocker, pending payments, auto invoices. Can you think of a few use cases to solve this? Tony Giorgio jumped in. Absolutely terrible idea to lock <laughs> lightning payments for that long. Super came in and says, if you think this is a ter- bad idea, then don't forward payments with the long duration CLTVs. I set my zap blocker node to do it and I charge a lot amount to do so. I'm pleased with the results. Uh, and then Tony goes, I said it was a terrible idea. Not that I won't come to your house and physically stop you from doing it. And then Super says, so so I take it you will hug me then. And he goes, ideally after you stop doing it, but not a requirement. 
So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, it's like a hostile it's a, it's, you know, love just, fest. It's like yeah. they're two brothers, you know, arguing, you know, but they love each other. Uh, we got, um, you got you came in there and says, what if someone makes a revocable pledge, then the fundraiser pledges the rest themselves? What does that mean? What do you mean revocable well, pledge? Well, I mean, so the way the, revo- the, the revocation contract works is that if I, if I, if I pledge money to your fundraiser and say it's a Bitcoin and you're raising five. And so ba- basically I can, I can take back my money until you raise five Bitcoin or the time runs out. But the way, uh, the way supers, uh, contract works is what is you as the fundraiser, you can fund the other four Bitcoin and then take my Bitcoin. You can basically get around my ability to get a refund. Do you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's interesting. What did he yeah, say to I, that? Did he didn't say anything? I just post. I just posted that today. I don't. I don't. He might not be online. Wherever there you he goes. go. Super. Answer that. Answer that one. Super. Um, really cool stuff, man. Yeah, they also do have lightning support now. Uh, he released. He that. did it already. Did he put he the did GitHub it like on a, here? A couple days later. Super. You need to start later. putting the GitHub on here too, buddy. He just has the. He just has the. The YouTube. He's a video maxi. He loves. Yeah, he's he trying to. His... He's trying to be a YouTube star now. I think. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. But yeah, you should put the GitHub here somewhere. Um, cool. That's a great. That's a great one, man. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Yeah, he's already raised 100 sats. There you go, Keon. Oh, did you? Did he link to his thing? I, I can't click on the YouTube link because I'm in this like airport thing. But it would. Oh, kill it's on it. YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Is... It's right here. Yeah, I got to stay in the Stacker U Stacker News universe right now. So Okay. Yeah. Cool. Check it out, Stackers. Interesting project. And then also start your own crowdfund. And if you do, drop it on Stacker News. You know? Especially if it's for something that, you know, there's always people who are like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. Well then go and create it. Drop it on Stacker News. And uh, I don't know what which one would you put that in? I guess you would put that in meta or I guess we don't really have um, a uh trying to see yeah Dads? there should be uh it be should be Personal an ass finance? milking there should be an ass milking territory, <laughs> territory? the shill uh, territory yeah get on it stackers mm-hmm. we need a shill territory all right cool um the next top story is payment solutions stripe deep platforming accounts that sell bitcoin hardware this is january 16th bitcoin post from bit saga uh 44 comments 5481 sats keon i totally saw this coming I've been saying this for a really long time. You know this. What is the story about? The story is about BitSaga. I guess they sell uh, Bitcoin hardware and they accept fiat for payment. And because Stripe runs all the fiat rails basically on the internet, I mean, more or less, they have like the best uh, like toolkit for doing so. Um, uh, BitSaga use Stripe, uh, but it appears it appears Stripe. If you click on BitSaga's uh, Twitter uh, tweet Twitter link, which has which has a conversation he had with the Stripe support. Um, it, Stripe support says that they don't allow selling of mining hardware. <laughs> it's like their terms and service like disallow it, uh, and so that's why Bitsaga was removed from being able to take payment via Stripe. Ah, Keon, it's like they don't want business. I don't understand that. Well, they're like a multi-billion-dollar company, so they, so they, 
they only they want businesses that I mean they have they have the ability to choose their businesses. Mm, so it's a private club now, Stripe. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Also, I'm getting a little bit of echo uh, from you. Oh, okay. Sorry. Let me see. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you, I mean, Stripe, Stripe has only been around for about a decade. They just grew, they grew quite fast and and uh, were run by very, like very very. Um, skilled hackers uh and, and like prior uh founders who had some success and but i imagine still at their early when they were much younger they didn't they weren't able to like pick and choose so much i wonder if they had like more shadier type of clientele obviously the, the, where they can't draw where they couldn't draw these lines but for what you know i think because they because they can afford to have a political, they can they can afford to make ideological decisions. They they are making ideological decisions now. Yeah, like this is why we don't use Stripe. Like Club Lab doesn't use Stripe specifically because we've gotten rugged by them in the past. Um, you know, and and this is you know a lot of Bitcoin companies do use Stripe. You know, and I, I I'm just like I'm not willing to take that risk. It's just it's too high of a risk. Um, for me personally, um, and I, I think if uh, and I honestly, if I'm being really practical about this, it pro- I'm probably sure it's just like a middle management problem. There's some kind of disconnect between the Collison brothers and how they're how they're looking at Bitcoin. I will say though, it doesn't help that the Collison brothers also did give Stellar and XLM and that foundation uh, a lot of money in its early days to get it going. So I will say that just for background. For the uh, stackers at home, um, yeah, I think they're friendly to Bitcoin. I think I've heard them. I think I've seen clips of them saying nice things about Bitcoin, and they've they have you know not Bitcoin's not Bitcoin only, but crypto projects uh, or crypto crypto payment type systems that they allow. I I wonder why they're drawing a hard line with the hardware, though. I wonder if it might not be related to like to the actual. Um, to Bitcoin and cryptocurrency mining in general, and it might be instead related to, um, to like fraud, like fraud that's like maybe a little more common among Bitcoin miners. I mean, I don't really know, but that that would be my that would be my like most generous guess. No, no, no it's not that, Keon. It's it's literally like wh- where's their donations to the HRF? Where's their donations to OpenSats? Where there's donations to Brink? Where are their donations to these places? They're not doing that. They're donating to like Jed McCaleb and his like, you know, crazy foundation. What year was that? It was like not even what, five, four years ago? That's what I'm trying to say, dude. No, they have skin in the game. They don't want Bitcoin to succeed. Like those guys need to fix the problems internally. And they rugged us. Like, come on, man. And then also on top of that, like, the like I and I hate saying this because this just sounds like now I'm just saying the narrative thing to say, ESG, bro. That's all I'm saying. Maybe it's more ESG related than anything else. I mean, it could be. I think that's. I think it's a reasonable guess. I suspect they're very uh, conscious, like uh, try to be very conscious of that somehow in their business decisions, and they think this is this is the right decision in that frame, but. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, and, and I, I don't mean to be, you know, really loud about this, but I will just say, like, if you're a Bitcoin business and or you're stackers and and you're and you have Bitcoin in your name, be careful. Um, uh, 
I, I, that's all I would say. I, me, I touch a stove, I get burned. I don't touch a stove again, right? Like, come on. That's just how I feel about it. You got Anon. He came in. He said, the, you, the, the read of the terms of service or take your business elsewhere arguments ignore. It's really hard to start and run a business 99% of the time. Everyone will go with the easiest option so you can focus on running your business and not dying. Not taking a side or saying this is right. It's just true. Stripe is often one of the more expensive payment options. Yeah, there's so many other options out there. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm being too hard. No, I mean, uh, there aren't there aren't that many options out there for depending on the type of payment integration that you want. So if you're like, if you want a very if you want a very like bespoke payment integration, I'm not sure there are many competitors with with Strike uh, that allow you to do that, where um, you can really style everything and control everything and have it deeply integrated into your system and not just like tacked on in like a hacky way. Um, I think Strike. Or Stripe has a has the best version of that, as far as I know, at least as of like five years ago. Um, and there aren't there aren't many other choices. You have you have Square, who has payment pay, like landing pages and checkouts and stuff, but those are all like Square branded, and I don't know, like not not very not very developer centric, and more like general e commerce centric, maybe. There's a reason why Strike is huge and successful. It is like, you know, there aren't many people who are competing because the business is really hard. And additionally, they like, they have like extra flavor that they provide on uh, relative to some other people. But yeah, you shouldn't use them if you're a Bitcoin company. Just don't tell them you're a Bitcoin company. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) hide your orange flags, guys. (laughs) No, I mean, this is why they're going to lose. And I hate to be this drumming this beat, but it's just the truth, man. We got ZapRite out there. They're literally integrating with everybody. They're going to have options. You're going to be able to use Strike. You're going to be able to use Ebony. You're going to be able to use whatever you want to use. Stripe, you want to get rug? Use Stripe. You want to use Square? Use Square. You want to, I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. This, 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 it's just a takeover is happening. And, you know, I mean, it's just inevitable. I mean, we got a Bitcoin ETF now, Keon. Come on. Why aren't they taking it seriously? <laughs> wow. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I want to. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think they'll be dying anytime soon, but I do I do see them if they don't it's kind of one of those things where they have it's like the internet and Microsoft. It's like where they can only put like they, like Bill could only put it off for so long and like at one point, you know, he really has point, to make that call and if he didn't make that call, Microsoft probably would have died. But uh, I got a better one for you. Or it's like uh, the iPhone and they were trying to do their whole Windows phone and they just did it too late and they lost to Android. And so they never regained that phone market share. So hardware's different though than uh, software, as we've discussed, which you maybe don't appreciate <laughs> yet fully, even though you're big on Satoshi Pocket. Uh, yeah, the hardware, the hardware is extra hard. It's really hard to do hardware. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, yeah, you got a point. All right, we'll, we'll jump into the next top story. Uh, the next top story is, how do you explain zapping to non-Bitcoiners? This is from Scoresby. January 17th, Bitcoin posts 59 comments, 3,387 sets. Keon, what is this? Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think uh, uh, it's, a, it's a really interesting question. Um, I mean, I personally don't explain zapping to non-Bitcoiners. I don't really talk to many non-Bitcoiners. I don't even, I wouldn't call it zapping if I were to say something to non, non-Bitcoiners. Uh, I usually, I mean, if I'm telling someone about Stacker News, I'm like, you can 
you know, you can send Bitcoin to people and earn Bitcoin from people. And that's roughly what I say. Uh, and then, but there, I mean, there, I'm, I'm not very much of a salesman. So, uh, like it, some of the commenters do a better job. Um, one of the, like the top comment there from simple stacker is imagine if you got a penny for every upvote you got on Reddit, which I think is a pretty, is a very compelling, like, uh, image, like a nice visual, like a, it has a, it has a full visualization associated with it. And you can like challenges the audience to like tally up how many upvotes they've ever received. Um, but I don't know. How do you explain zapping? Um, I, I, like, I'll, I'll give you an example, right? Um, you know, here at this mining conference, Stacker News came up. Somebody, somebody loved the, sh the not, not the show, <laughs> the, the site. Somebody loved the site. And they're like, man, that's amazing. Like all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, it's great. They're like, I can see where I can make more from Stacker News than I could mining as a pleb miner, not like a big time miner, but like a pleb miner. And I was like, uh, actually, you're probably not wrong. Um, and, and that's, that's the best way to explain it. It's just, it's another sat flow. Like, I think you need to like, at least if you're a media company, like, you know, I run thriller. So like, I look at it like sat flow from fountain, sat flow from stacker news, sat flow from Zebedee, sat flow from every which way that you can, right. Uh, yo packy will have that at some point and there'll be a sat flow from there. Zap, right. Will be integrated. There'll be sat flow from there. Uh, and it's just creating multiple sat flows. And I think that's. That's the way to go. And that's the way I would say you're, you're earning Bitcoin passively, right? Like not doing anything uh, other than participating in the community, the subcultures of, of, of these uh, of these different kind of places. So I don't know. What do you think about that? I think it's interesting. I mean, I think I think what, one of the one of the unique things about Bitcoin is it has this very strong metaphor uh, for work. this like proof of work thing, I think, and er like earning money from that. I don't know. It's just a very clean uh, visual that we all get, and this like sats float like it, like the the work and get something. Work and get something is like a very, it's like a very obvious thing in Bitcoin. Um, and so I think, I think that's really all that's there because like the same thing exists in fiat, you know, or like versions of it where I work and I get paid for I get paid my fiat money. Um, but it's like I guess it's just indirect. It's like it's like very frictionful. Like if you imagine, you know, like if on, on Thriller, if you're earning, uh, if you have sat flow from Thriller, uh, how would that work in a fiat world? Probably not great. You'd have like a monthly subscription, maybe. But pro like most people, it might end up just being ad driven. And then so you have like a very it's very indirect. Your work leads you to get an audience, which leads you to be able to get advertisers, which you can keep so long as you have your audience. But with Bitcoin, it's more direct and that's cool. And that's why that's why I'm so bullish on Wavelight these days. You know, shout out Sam and Michael. But like what they're doing is a totally different. I think they're going to flip the script on how we look at Satflow because I'm going to be able to create a playlist on Wavelight and then share that to my audience. And then I'm going to earn Satflow. However, however they figure that out, that's why I think like once I'm telling you, dude, once this whole like music culture gets on board or subculture of this, it's going to be game over. And I don't think people are watching this closely. It's the same way I was looking at you and, and Oscar early on where I was like, I don't think people understand where this is headed. But um, but Wavelake is leading that. Fountain's leading that. 
And and I think when I look at Nostra, it's unfortunate because it could totally be that. It just chooses not to be. And I think once you have like this kind of, I don't know how to describe it. And, I, and you really need to flesh out these ideas, but it in my head, it's painfully obvious Nostra could go that way. And there should be way more sat flow. There should be way more zapping on Nostra. And there just isn't. And I, and I suspect there's a couple reasons why, but I think it'll figure it out. But when I look at Wavelake, I think that's the next step. It's they're going to be able to figure out the, the audience interaction that you've already figured out, right? With the stackers and how they participate in this kind of proof of work system. Same thing with Fountain. And so maybe I'm talking out of my butt again, but that's what, that's what I think is really going on here. And I think that's the next level kind of thinking to this. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm personally really, I mean, it's really cool to see WAV like just keep uh, trucking and they keep, they keep iterating and keep iterating. I remember when we first discussed them, like, I don't know, maybe like very early in our Stacker News episodes. And uh, yeah, it was so hard. Yeah. It was just, it was just so early. And I talked to Michael even before they launched. And uh, I think, I think there's, I think, it, I think there's something really cool there. I can imagine musicians really getting into Bitcoin stuff. I think it just makes a lot of sense for them. Um, just any, anything, any like marginalized community with like a small, with a, with like a small, but very dedicated and like fanatic base of consumers. I think, I think there's a lot of room for, for Bitcoin and like, I don't know. I think about like uh busker, like I see a lot of busking in Austin because it's legal here to just set up shop on a, on a sidewalk and you see a lot of that stuff. And so I can imagine for that type of person, Bitcoin, I don't, I don't know. It feels like it makes a lot more sense, especially when no one's carried around cash anymore and that's all gone. Yeah. And I think, I think, and I, we can jump off a wave lake and I don't want to talk their book, but I, I think when I look at Spotify, right, I use Spotify, I make playlists for it, have followers, I follow people, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I could see that being just paying a Bitcoin invoice every month for Wavelake access and then, you know, earning sats and all that stuff. So to me, it's like painfully obvious where it's headed. Uh, it's going to be 10 times better than what we have right now with like Bandcamp. That's like the first step. And then once you once you get that one or two big um, musicians or artists, like it's, it's basically SoundCloud all over again. And then you get a whole subculture of like these SoundCloud rappers that came out in the, in the late 2010s. So I think it's I think it's going to happen just in a different way, but we'll see. Anyways, um, let's jump into the next top story. So how are we activating L2, LN Symmetry? This is from Nerd to Ninja, January 17th, Bitcoin Post, 12 comments, 5,516 sats. Keon, what is this? <laughs> so L2, L2 is another soft fork, uh, like a, another soft fork proposal for Bitcoin. Uh, it aims to make uh, lightning channels a little more in certain ways better and, and arguably for some people worse, but, uh, basically L2 currently how lightning works is when I establish a channel with you, if I cheat you, you get all of my money, uh, that I put up in the channel is what happens in, in, in the current, uh, lightning on the, in the current, in the current lightning channel with L2. Instead, what happens is if I cheat you, you can basically say, no, you're trying to cheat me. And reestablish like the fair the the like baseline that we had. You don't get to like take all my money from me if I cheat you. 
Um, but you do get to contest me trying to cheat you and defend against me cheating you. In addition to like, there's a, there's like uh, an efficiency enhancement in lightning itself where, uh, there's less like channel state getting managed, um, which, you know, some, some people don't think is a big deal, but I think it probably is a big deal. Um, anyway, it's, it's a it's a really it's a really interesting proposal. It's very simple and it has like a bunch of other applications too. Like it can be paired um, with other opcodes to to do uh, covenants and other types of things. But uh, you know, like all Bitcoin softworks, it's fairly contentious. Yeah, we have a uh, Peter Todd top comment. He said the problem with L two is that removing punishment has serious risk in untrusted environments. Your counterparty can steal a lot of money if they manage to get revoke state mind up to almost the entire balance of the channel with l2 the only disincentive to attempting a theft is transaction fees which if you want to close the channel anyway isn't necessarily much of a disincentive the attempt might not succeed but even a five percent chance of stealing a lot of money can make it worth it if there is no downside no to trying l2 is probably okay for more trusted environments e.g between parties that know each other where an attempt at theft can be discouraged without a bad punishment but the fact that it has this massive potential problem in the quite common case of untrusted channels has discouraged interest into it. Incidentally, and then he, he goes on to explain the use cases for APO. What do you think about that, Kyo? I mean, I think I mean it's an interesting point because basically what he's saying is that in a in a world where we have L2 and lightning is a, and lightning channels are L2 enabled, uh, what'll happen is uh, if you're going to close a channel, why don't you just try to cheat your channel partner every time because it it doesn't really cost you anything to do it. There's no penalty for it. So why don't you just try to cheat them and maybe, maybe you'll get, maybe you'll get, uh, you'll, you'll earn some stolen money from it. Um, but there was an interesting comment here from endothermic dev where they, they agree that, that, uh, Peter's thinking is right, but, but argue that that current kind of game theory is possible in the existing lightning network, if you spend your balance to zero on my side of the channel, I have now, now the game theory is roughly identical. Uh, and what I can do is I can try to cheat you and I have nothing to lose. Like if I, I want to close the channel, I've tried to cheat you. I have nothing, I have nothing to lose by trying to cheat you. Uh, cause I've already spent all that money. And so it's, Similarly, it's just to my advantage to try to cheat you in that case. And so I, th I think it's an interesting, uh, an interesting point. And then, but Peter Todd comes back with um, the that channels have a reserve, and that that that's actually what you can lose in the case where um, you cheat and your balance is zero. And that's yeah. a good discussion overall, though. Dude, that's why I love Stacker News because you have people, <laughs> you have like big brains like Peter in there just like explaining some of this stuff. Um, that's fantastic. I love that, man. Love that. It's one of my favorite things about Stacker News is uh, the left side of the bell curve people can ask the right side of the bell curve people really dumb questions. <laughs> well, this is this, yeah, I would just wish we had more. Uh, I wish we, I feel like we, we sometimes get off balance in, in one direction or the other. And I wish, I wish we, I don't know. I feel like I wish like those of us on the left side of the bell curve felt more comfortable asking questions. And I felt like people on the right side of the bell curve didn't want to like isolate themselves and only hang out with the right side of the bell curve. I mean, I feel like this is how it's really, it's like when these two communities, when these two groups meet together is how 
is how a significant movement will be formed. Um, but when they're separate, uh, there's nothing they can do. It's like, you know, like when a, uh, to use a horrible metaphor that none of the, none of the libertarian Bitcoin maxes are going to like, but, uh, uh, you know, like if you have a, if you have a union, you need a, if you want to form a union, you need a union organizer. You need, it, it like takes many people of different skill sets to like, uh, to deliver to the world a movement. And anyway, uh, that's, it's, it's yeah, funny. Cause you're literally describing plot lab. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of hilarious how you're like, no, seriously. That's how I think about plot lab is, uh, I get to hang out with some really smart people and, uh, I'm on the left side and, uh, and those really smart people, you know, want to want to explain it. You know, they have empathy. I would say, not that none these other people don't. It's just, I think, I honestly think it's just a lot of people are busy. I think I don't think we. Oh, yeah. I think we read too much into what people say or what people are doing or what they're commenting on. I think people just are too busy, and oh, uh, yeah. I think that's more probably what it is. But that's why I'm always oh, no, grateful. Absolutely. I think I'm always grateful whenever I see like somebody like Merch or Peter, or you know. A dozen of other people that are on Saccharines. It's like it's so grateful because they took the time out. Likewise. Uh, yeah. Really awesome. Cool stuff. Uh the next no, this is meta. So that's all the top five stories of the week. We're gonna jump into meta right now. I don't actually have a top story. Keon, you don't have a top story. Um, but we're let's jump into some meta. This is uh random thoughts on territories from Siggy 47, January 15th, Meta Post. Um, what would you think of this one, Keon? Oh, well, that we gave this one should be actually an Italia's post, which was actually the top post of the week, but it was meta. So we didn't the the art of using Stacker News part two. Yeah. Uh, so you want to get into oh. that one first? Yeah, we should do that one first okay. because that was actually a top uh, rank. Oh, so story. this was actually the top story, quote, quote unquote, but it was in meta. It was meta. So I don't, you know, like we don't are you want dis- that. To are be... you discouraging her? Uh, <laughs> no, to put I'm. It in meta? I'm I think she does, these fan, these posts are fantastic. It's mostly like we only cover. I prefer to cover Meta at the end because like I don't want us to only be talking about Stacker News on Stacker Oh, oh, gotcha. Even though it's called Stacker News Live, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Can you imagine like the what if Saturday Night Live only featured like news stories on the their own celebrities and their cast? Oh, is that who like, we're compa- we're comparing ourselves to Saturday Night Live now? Okay, cool. Well, dude, yeah, we're way I bigger t- and way <laughs> sexier. I'm I'm funnier. Oh, <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, well, yeah, this is the the top meta post of the week. Uh, the art of using Sacred News two, volume two. This is from Natalia, January eighteenth. Meta post ninety one comments, twenty four thousand sats. Dude, this was a uh, this was amazing. I don't think I've seen. Uh, yeah, a post like this in a really long time, as far as where I was just impressed. What about you? Yeah, it was a it was a banging post. Uh, there's a few people who really do these like killer posts on Sacker News, and uh, Natalia is one of them. Um, and she had done uh, stack the artist using Stacker News. Uh, I don't know, maybe like six months ago. That was another another great post and a great introduction to like what what is this thing that that stacker news is and this one is just kind of like an update like what has changed on stacker news since she wrote that post what in, in addition to like what was already there that she had learned about um but she she described she writes about a, you know a few of the updates that we have like one of the weird like dm hacks that you can do or you can send someone yeah i didn't i didn't know this. that and then yeah i mean i did know that but i didn't really think of it like that but that makes sense 
Yeah. I mean, it's like a, it's not very private. It's all like plain text. And also someone can like fake, can like fake that there's someone else when they're, when they're not them, but it's like, it's still, it's like a cool, like if you want to talk to a stacker, you can just send them a sat or two and send them a, a small message. She writes about territories, auto withdrawals, cross-posting a noster. Um, and she writes about other good practices as far as like being an on, how to stay more private. One of the things that uh, happened as a result, as a result of some of our conversations with Natalia when she was writing this post was that she noticed implausible that you could that you could you could deduce uh, a stacker's location uh, based on our analyt our because oh, we have our public analytics, and she thought she sent us a link to someone someone who she thought uh, she had like identified their like pattern of behavior and possibly where they were located, and then at that point we removed it. Um, that's a you know an interesting point is uh it's really hard. even though we're using a very privacy focused analytics thing there's still like patterns in people's behavior that if someone cared enough they could figure it out um so you you know another another vote for using a vpn or tor um and then a, ver- a variety of like uh you know quality of life things like muting uh noisy people and territories and stuff uh and then she, oh, oh, this is one. Okay. So then she, yeah, she also wrote about uh, uh, the trust algorithm here. She asked me a bunch of questions about the trust algorithm. I thought she was really curious, but she describes it here in detail, like, uh, which is pretty awesome. We need to like link to these, I think, somewhere else on the site. Um, cause, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was just going to say, like, yeah, amazing post. Just real quick, um, just so you know, if the stream cuts off, it's because uh, I'm getting booted out because I was only here, supposed to be here till six. Uh, sorry, Francisco. It just went over. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. And then it's so, going into surgery. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying like, you know, there, we were here for a time limit. What? My flight's not taken off yet. It's not taken off for like another hour. But if that happens, we'll, we'll connect the dots uh, after post-production. So just so the stackers at home. Sorry okay. in advance. Uh, and then so you know Keon too. Um, yeah, to go back to the post, I, I, I think it's a masterpiece. If there's masterpieces about like stacker news and how to use it, this is one of them. I don't know where you put like maybe that's what you call it. It's just like the most epic post of all time. Like it, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Maybe it has a. Maybe it has. I don't know. Maybe you bring out a gun or like I don't know. Maybe there's an emoji next to it or maybe it's just it's in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. This is one of them. Um, also, I really want to post this on Thriller just like because it's just so good. Uh, Natalia, let me post it on Thriller, please. Like I think well, this DM is so her. good. Uh, yeah, DMR on Sacrament. DMR. But dude, it's so good. Even Darth Coin. What? This guy. How dare you come back on Stacker News just to say most impressive? Even he. Did he, he really? Came, yeah, he, he he came oh, back oh, just oh, to my. say this most impressive. Darth Coin came back. He goes, I came here just to say this. Even he saw oh, it, really? dude. I think, and then everybody was like, "What? He's back!" But no, he's not back. He just came back for that. I didn't even see that. I just, I, I had given up. I had given up the search for Darth Coin. I figured he had just. He's been... on Noster, not getting zapped. So I think that's why he wants it. He wants to be on Noster. He doesn't need zaps. <laughs> he doesn't need sets. He doesn't need them. Yeah. Uh, no, amazing post. Everybody's just congratulating. Uh, zapping is win, 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 win. Yeah, this is. I think yeah, it's a triumph. Keon, amazing. Amazing, amazing community. Amazing community. 
on stack menus. Uh, yeah, I can't say any any other nice things, but it, yeah, it's pretty pretty remarkable. Yeah, cool. Uh, let's jump into random thoughts now. Random thoughts is next. Yeah, let's try to. We can go through them fast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What did so you think of this one? Yeah, this. Uh, I thought I thought it was a you know a great write up on Siggy's experience so far running a territory. It's I've been hard. running. I've been yeah, it's hard. I've been running ter the territories on Stacker, like quote unquote territories, but like Stacker news itself for so long that I, uh, I think I'm a little bit detached. Say, from, say that again. Do you from, want to extend your reservation? Yeah, just by like 30 minutes. Is that okay? Sure. Yeah. Can I pay when I? Absolutely. All right. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> they were like, All right. That was weird. That was a weird. Did you hear I was that? In the VIP lounge. Was that like a? Right did you guys I think hear you're that? muted, by the way. Oh wait. Okay. Good. You didn't hear that. I did hear it. Oh, you did hear it. Okay. You muted it like afterward. <laughs> oh, you heard the first part? Yeah, they were like yeah. asking uh, would I want to extend it. It was a weird, weird thing. Anyway, we're going back to this. Uh, what were you saying? I missed the whole part about it's hard after that. Yeah, it's mostly it's hard for me to uh, relate a little bit, I think. Or like I've, I've forgotten what it's like to try to make a, make a territory happen, uh, given I've been doing it for a while. Anyway, uh, he he has a lot of great tips in the way he's thinking about it, and some of his thoughts on like our public roadmap that we've discussed so far. Um, I and, think, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I think it's really hard to do um, territories. That's I think we can all agree on that. The other thing I think I've found is I just don't have enough time to do that during the day, um, you know, and that's because we have people helping us. Um, I think the best thing to do, and I don't know how you do this, maybe you just post in the territory, is to find a stacker and then do prism, like uh, prisms out for anything that they do. Uh, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like you have to find a person to curate your territory. And I don't know what that looks like on Stacker News, but I suspect that's probably, for me, that would be the most uh, beneficial thing is getting a curator. Um, but yeah. I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know either. It's a bit. I mean, uh, I think. I think it's a. It's a. It, it'll take some time to figure out how how we actually incentivize these things properly so that they work the way people expect them to. Because it seems like a lot of people. Uh, there were some people, not everyone, but some people who had the expectation that they create it, and then people will show up to it, and people will. But it's like. It's like no stacker news took like two years to get to even where it is now, and it's still very it's still very modest in size. And I'm working all the time on it, so it, it uh, it's maybe you know maybe there needs to be more communication about how hard it is, or we need to make it easier. Uh, over, but you know, uh, overall, I think I think um, I'm I think there's a lot that we can do to make it easier. In addition to uh, structuring the incentives and rewards to make it um, more more worth putting effort into. Yeah, I, I think I think what we're seeing is just the initial thing is just there are so many created um, and then we're going to see some drop off. And I think it, you have to have it hard, Keon. It's just like, it's like Bitcoin. It's like, it's supposed to be hard. Uh, if you wanted it easy, then you would go to Reddit, right? So I think it's supposed to be hard. Um, uh, but other than that, I mean, you're seeing the Fetty guys, they came in and uh, made a made a territory and it's taken off. 
right? So I think also having a push behind it also helps. Uh, I personally always say, like, if you have a post you want to share on Stacker News Live, post it in the thread. So if any territories want some free things, I will post it here on Stacker News Live. So, yeah. Anyways. But, uh, cool. The next meta post is Semantic Search. What's this, Keon? Semantic Search. So Semantic me um, means, like, meaning. Um, basically, it's kind of, it's like sort of a machine learning AI thing. Um, but basic, basically what we do now is like every, every post and comment that we get, we use a machine learning model to figure out roughly what, what that post or comment means. Um, uh, not, not, not in a way where we can like say, this is what it means, but in a way that we can relate it to other types of content and say, this post means something similar to this post more so than it means something similar to another post. And uh, that's basically what semantic search is, um, and that, and it also works for things like queries. This is how you know Google's been doing this for a very long time. They've had semantic like search. That's how. That's why. That's why you feel like Google is kind of smart and really helps you figure things out, um, is because it's doing it's doing this type of analysis on on every you know every web page on the internet. But now uh, Stacker News has it in our search in addition to our related posts. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually really excited about having better search because we have like so much content and, uh, I always struggle to find, and I'm aware of so much of it. When I go to try to find it, sometimes I couldn't find it. So, so far I haven't had any trouble finding anything that I was looking for recently. So I'm pretty excited to uh, have that ability. Anyway, that's all that is. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, so I never have problems searching for anything, but I think it's because I always remember the person or the stacker that um, posted it. So I always remember that. And then I check my bookmarks, even though you don't think I use them. I check my bookmarks and then I check there. And if it's not there, then then I go to plan B is like, what year, what month was it? Like that type of thing. But usually I remember the stacker that posted it, if that makes any yeah. sense. But this change should allow you, so if, if our search is good, what it means is you don't have to remember, you can only remember the, you should only have to remember the faintest detail about whatever you uh, were looking for and be able to find it. The same way you, when you tell someone about something you saw on the internet and you say, Google it, like that, that's like kind of what ideal, the ideal search situation is like Google for this term and you will find what I mean because that's, that's, that's enough that's like enough of a lead that Google will figure out the rest for you. This, I'm not saying we're anywhere near as good at Google as any of that, but uh, this is like a step in the right direction where like, if you don't remember the stacker and you don't, and you shouldn't have to, if you don't remember the stacker, you don't remember the time period or whatever. Uh, you should be able to do a rough search for things and actually get a result before it would, it was hit or miss. So, yeah, I, I also think too, like, yeah, so you're saying now if like I remember Stratechery posts about AI, I can type in Stratechery AI and then it'll come up. And even though I don't remember who posted it, I could have even posted it. I don't know. But that's what I'm trying to say is you're saying that now I can type in those two words and it would come up. Uh, yeah, you sure. should you Let's should be able it. to. Let's try it. Put your sats where your mouth is, Keon. I don't even know what Stratechery. Stratechery. It's uh, been... Um, let me see. Did it come up? Nope, that wasn't it. Am I spelling it right? Yo, I spelled it wrong. I spelled the texture wrong. Let me try it again. Yeah, but it should be able to work. 
Yeah, it didn't come up. It's okay. You got, you got, you got. Keep working on it. Oh, that's because no one writes Stratechery. That's like in the link. I guess oh. we could use the link. But if you write, if you write more of what the title is, I think it, it maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was Open AI. I think I just put AI. Maybe it was Open AI. Uh, Stratechery post. Nope, I don't see it. Anyways, I don't know. Okay, that's an interesting use case because you're like looking for the you're looking for the, the contents of a link. Look at yeah, I'm looking for the posts. I'm pretty sure we shared it on here. Somebody did because I brought it up. Anyway, doesn't matter, Keon. You keep building. Use quotes. Somebody said use quotes. Okay, let me use quotes. I just don't recall. I know I know you've shared Stratechery links, but I don't I don't recall any. Uh, we're we're not searching the URL. So like Stratechery is that word only appears in URLs. Uh, anyway, it's not. Clear, clearly, we're not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll take. Yeah. I'll take the L. I'll take I'll the L. I'm sorry, Kiat. Let me just type in Ben instead. No, it's just yeah, it's not coming up. It's okay. What, you, what did you search for this time? I can't even see your screen. Well, okay, let me just type in Pleb Lab because I know I posted Pleb Lab about Top Builder. Let's see if that comes up. Well, that's like should be harder. Yeah, that's harder. It's not coming up. Oh, right here. There's builder stuff coming up. I don't know, man. Search is hard, bro. Search is hard. It's okay. It's okay, Keon. Quotes didn't work last part. He said, he said, use quotes. It didn't work. Depends on what you're... All right. Keon, maybe... Sorry sorry to ruin your meta. It's okay. It's okay. See? We're going to the most... Oh, actually... We're gonna go into super super stat segment of the day, of the week. Keon, look at the top stackers. Oh, I can't see your screen, so I have to go to it myself. Um, yeah. Super super stat segment. We got uh, Siggy forty seven. Siggy, always at the top. Uh, undisciplined. Exia stacking a lot. Gray Ruby, Elvis Mercury continues to stack. David W. David w yeah. I haven't seen him around as much this past week. I was talking um, to him this week in the saloon. We're gonna do a uh, top builder AMA for all the for all the teams, and he's the one that runs um, uh, the AMA. Oh, yeah, he runs no. this one. No, Dave, David W. doesn't run the AMA. Oh, Ben Worman. Uh, oh, Ben yeah. does. Yeah, sorry, David. Um, Got you confused with Ben. Yeah. David's another another popular Bitcoiner. Um Kepford. Yeah, lots of top stackers. Kepford writing, what is he his series is called he's doing like a fairly daily series. Um Why I'm Bullish is the series. That's the title of the series that he's doing. Oh wow. Gotta check it out. Awesome. There you go. Zap Kepford. Zap him. Zap him. And then let me zap. Let's let's zap David just because, you know, you made that unfortunate made that, mistake. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was talking to Ben. That's let me just tell people. I was talking to Ben about doing um, a top builder AMA with all the teams because we have like 26, 29 teams. And I was like, yeah, let's just introduce them all to the Stacker News community, and uh, 
We're going to do that next Friday, Keon. Do the next Friday. What do you think about that? I think that's great. I mean, is it one team specifically or all no, of them? No, all of them at once. It's just chaos. Free for all. Okay, Free chaos. for all. Cool. So we're gonna that's list, how we do we'll, it. We'll list them all there. We'll put the team names, the Stacker News, and then they'll be able to ask. We'll put a little blurb about their project, the GitHub, and they'll be able to ask all these teams. And they can, uh, you know, explain their projects to them. So I, think I have some feedback really cool. on that if you want to. If you want some feedback. Yeah, what should I do? Should I do differently? Just do like 10 teams at a time? I would do, I would group them up by like project type. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Like if someone's working, if there's a, if there are teams that are working on wallets. Wallets. Yeah. Wallets. Yeah. Have wallet, hardware. Have, yeah. Top builder wallet teams. AMA. Gotcha. Yeah. Where you get, you have like a bunch of like big brains and scrappy builders on that specific topic. Because if it's like a free for all, it's like who I now I have to choose who I want to ask a question oh, to. Oh, gotcha. That makes sense. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a good point. Let me do that. Yeah, this is. And then the, yeah, give you more content too. Yeah, this works. Cool. We're gonna do that next Friday. Check it out, Sackers, if you want to be a part of it. I think we have some really cool teams, Kian. Um, anyways, uh, let's get into <laughs> the most boring segment in Bitcoin, dude. Everybody loves this boring segment, dude. It makes of course they do. Makes sense. And it's then look, not boring. Look what look what last Spartan. You're the, you're the Jim Cramer of segments. No. <laughs> I didn't want to make this. I wanted to get rid of this. I still want to get rid of it. Look, last Spartan pointed out that Rook. Look at Rook, man. He turned his cowboy hat. How dare you? He turned his cowboy hat. Ben the Carmen. Look, look at Ben, my dark horse. Literally climbing the ranks. As soon as he does, Keon turns off his cowboy hat. Now Rook turns his back on. My boy would have been in fourth place, Keon. What's going on with Rook? What's well, going truth, on with Kevin? In truth, Ben is probably, you know, he's probably back and like, he's probably not even in the top 10, really, if everyone turned their cowboy hats on. Uh, he's got like a hand, so he's got like a handicap going. I wouldn't Maybe do that. Could... You're going to get the Council of Ben's coming after you. That's all I'm saying. Do not, do not go down this road, Keon. I cannot walk with you down this road. You can't go against the Ben's. You can't do it. I don't know. They're like spread out. And they don't even. And they're only like, getting ima- stronger year by year. Imagine you're in a fight with a bunch of Bens, and one of them says, "Hey, Ben, help! How? Like, wh- like who? Which? You know, they why all get you, confused. Why do you think I apologize to Ben Werman right now? Because I, I insulted a Ben by confusing him with David W. That's what I'm saying. Like the Bens are serious. Just we'll bring it, Ben's. You know, <laughs> don't do that. There's only there's only you're one. Literally gonna, you're literally going to get them to create their own territory and literally take over Sacker News. I'm someone should you. create a Ben. Someone should create a Ben territory. <laughs> just... A ben territory. It's just Ben posts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, dude, what's up with Kevin? Turn back his cowboy hat. I don't know. Maybe he was like trying something out. I'm not sure why he turned. It I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, his 365 is coming up. Looks like. Said his 365 is coming up. That's why he turned it back on. So how many days in a row? No way, really? Oh, right. Yeah. He was talking about... Oh, yeah. Wow. That's true. He has 353 days. Rook. Got Siggy. Horthworm. Bird eye. All right, Rook. You can turn yours off. Maybe we'll color. Maybe we'll color hats when they cross a year. We have we have been telling Rook to like flash his cowboy hat. That, that's on me. Te- technically, I've been saying like flash your cowboy hat. You still got it. Like flash it. You still got. Well, you still got it. 
We don't know if that's the if that's why he flashed it or not. But maybe we'll maybe once ever once once cowboy hats cross the year mark, they'll get like a little maybe they'll get like a little feather in the hat or something. I don't, we could do something just to like let you've people hang, know. You've been hanging out in Austin too long. There's so many Stevie Ray Vaughan people with hats and a feather. I don't even know who that is, but he's a I legend. Like I know, I know, I know who he is. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but uh looks like the rankings haven't changed much. Otherwise, I did remove myself, you know, just trying to give the stackers a chance, you know. Do the right thing, Kian. At, at an advantage. Um, and But it, it looks like the rankings are more or less the same. Uh, I, well, yeah. Orthworm is still at the top. If Kevin jumps back. It. I think Ke- Orthworm, you're muted, Car. Oh, hey, God. Yeah. I keep unmuted to the echo. But, like, yeah, if Kevin turns his back on, then we're, yeah, we're basically the same. I would have, I would have had, I would have had Ben at four at this point. Uh, we'll see, Kevin. You go turn it off now. We get it. I thought Orthworm had lost their hat. No, um, he did it. No. Yeah. Siggy, I think Siggy's going to be the hardest guy to beat. I think this is no disrespect to Orthworm or Bird Eye, but I do think Ben is just—he's a dark horse. He's just going to keep going up the ranks. He's Ben Carmen. You don't go against the Bens, and then I think Siggy is just not going to unseat that. I think. I mean, seriously. And then you got a real competition. Siggy and Ben. That's all I'm saying, Keon. That's all I'm saying. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, yeah. Anyways. This this segment's getting more interesting by the by the week. There you, oh, wow. Look at your... The flipping is happening. It's the real flipping. <laughs> Cars respecting the, the cowboy hat. <laughs> um, cool. We got nine minutes before they kick me out again, Keon. Uh, okay. So uh, we have comments. Yeah, we have a ton of comments. We got Last Spartan said SNL hype. Uh, JM uh, laughing. Uh, use quotes. I didn't do that. Uh, February first, whatever that means. And then Nick says Nasser sucks. Oh, Nick's there. Oh, what's up, Nick? Of course he does. He misses. He misses us. He misses us. This is a good show, Keon. People Nick's watch the that. show. Uh, what are you doing this weekend? What am I doing? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm doing anything. I think uh, probably everything, the same thing that I do every weekend, which is I work mostly. And then I, and then I, then I don't work for a period of time. Yeah. That's basically it. How about you? I'm flying back tonight and I should get home at some point, like at one in the morning. (laughs) And then I got to be back at the lab in the morning because we have, um, we have a uh, Christopher's coming over and he's doing an open agents kind of like technical workshop. And then we have Mark wow. from crack and he's going to do uh, like a startup journey workshop. Um, and uh, yeah, we're I think we got a couple people. And then there's some people coming out of town that are going to come in for that. And then, um, yeah, then I got to get all this stuff done. There's so much work to do coming back from Nashville that I wasn't able to get to. So it's going to be a, a full week weekend of work. So um yeah, real quick from Fountain, we got uh, Blockchain Boogie says, y'all had the wrong audio selection. We'll check next time. That's why uh, That's why we're in this lounge is I want to make sure. Yeah. Make sure we get the right audio selection for you, Blockchain Boog. That's right. I sent Car to this uh, hospital prison. <laughs> it's not. It's actually in. a real. Let me see if I can share it. Let me see. can disconnect. See? It's real. The I don't airports, see any planes. That looks air, exactly like a hospital, dude. The airport's out there, Kia. Oh, sure, sure. sure. That looks like it looks like a doctor's operating Why room. Why would I right be in there. a doctor's office? Because anyway. it's hilarious. It's funnier <laughs> being in an airport. <laughs> Anyways, uh, stackers, go out this weekend. Stay away from the cold. Stay away from the snow. Stay warm. 
Make some soup. Dude, like half the world lives in places where it snows. So. I don't know how they live. <laughs> how do they get any work done? Anyways. Keon? Zap. <laughs>